0: God will get you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Maud is owned by Shout Factory. God will get you for that. Walter is produced for entertainment purposes only. Sponsored in part by Finley's Friendly Appliances. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the pilot episode of God will get you for that. Walter. My name is Tomcat, and I'm joined by my co-star, the Tony Homepo. Hello, everyone. We just finished watching uh, the uh, not the pilot episode of Maud, but no. we finished watching uh, Maud's uh, uh, introductory episode of All in the Family. Uh, to those unaware, all in the Th- Maud was a spinoff of All in the Family. Uh, Norman Lear approached B. Arthur of being a guest on the show, and from there, the the I think it was CBS at the time or the NBC. Yes. The CBS. C- I think it was CBS. Uh, producer said, "We have to get that girl her own show." Absolutely. And um, one of the reasons why we decided to do this was because Maud isn't very well known in syndication. No. And and from what I've noticed, Maud never seems to do well in syndication. No. And uh, and the funny thing is, I mean, everybody really knows B. Arthur. Everyone knows B. Arthur. Oh, the the Golden. Golden Girls. Yes. And they they talk about you know all the the issues that the Golden Girls explored. Yet, Moat explored pretty much all of those same issues and then some. And then some. Prior to the Golden prior Girls. Prior to the Golden Girls. And I think that's one of the reasons why. And even when uh, uh, so to those unaware, I am a B. Arthur impersonator. No. <laughs> <laughs> And um, one of the things that I've been doing is I've been doing a little thing called Maud Live. Where uh, it would be me and a small little cast where we would read certain episodes. And uh, one of the things that I've noticed is that people will comment saying, oh, I wasn't allowed to watch Maud. Yes. I, it was it was, it was was not appropriate for us to watch that. And I'm like, well, why? And then, of course, re-watching Maud, I'm like, she's a very opinionated woman. Norman Lear, uh, not even Norman Lear, but the writers of the show, wrote Maud to be a very, very militant, aggressive feminist during a time when that wasn't really the norm. No, Like, so many people were used to... Um Oh, God. Why Donna you know, Reed. Donna Reed. Uh, Mrs. Brady. Uh, thank you, Mrs. Brady. Uh, all those. Um, we'll leave it to be. Uh, uh, June Cleaver. June Cleaver. June yes. Cleaver. Yes. And, uh, and Maud broke that Maud mold. broke the mold. Yes. Maud broke the mold. And, uh, you know, it was just... It, it's always so fascinating to see an evolution. Because, in true to form fashion, I've watched all of Maud. But I haven't really watched all in the family. Except for a few episodes here and there. Right. And, um... When I would watch the All in the Family episodes, it was just... It was so nice to see Archie get put in his place. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And especially by someone who was not only taller than him, but I think yeah. louder than him, too. <laughs> she really could give him what for. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just... It's fascinating rewatching the uh, the first... the episode, The introductory episode. And just seeing the interaction between Edith and... And it's so unfortunate because... As soon as Maud started, there was nary a mention of, of, Edith, of the Bunkers. Of the Bunkers, there right. There was never a mention of the Bunkers right. after that. And I don't know if that was the thing that they did during for sitcoms in the 70s. Because they even did the same thing with Good Times and the Jeffersons. Right, like, because good, uh, it, uh, good... Good Times was, good was Times a off of Maud. Spun-off of Maud. Yeah. Yeah, and you really didn't see... You never... They even changed the names. Like, well, Florida... When it came to good times, Florida remained Florida. Yes. Esther Roll continued playing Florida. Yes. But um, Henry Evans became James Evans. Right. And they didn't live in New York. They lived in the slums of Chicago. Right. And just it's, it's just fascinating to see what the creators and the producers said would work. Um, but that we can we can certainly yes. discuss we can certainly discuss good times later on because that is that is definitely a point of interest when it comes to Maude. But we digress. But we digress. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you bring up a good point because in the All in the Family episode mm-hmm. they Archie uh, was saying how Maud had two husbands that died. Yeah. But in the show in Maud she had four ex, She had three ex-husbands and then her present husband Walter and didn't didn't they say that she had divorced all of them? She so, oh my god now you now I'm trying to trying to process all that. In Maud she had four husbands. There was Barney, Chester, Albert and Walter. And those were not the names. Of those were not the names, names the family. Yeah, those were not the names <laughs> that were used in this episode of All in the Family. I think it was um, Fred died of a brain hemorrhage and Bert died of a of a siege of a heart seizure right. or, yes, or something uh, like something that. of that effect. Yes, but it just it's interesting to see uh, interesting to see that. But later we do actually get to meet uh, one of Maud's ex husbands, and it's not okay. somebody that was mentioned in in the episode. Of course not. I don't even I don't even remember that. (laughs) You know, it's funny, because I did watch the Maud episodes, some of them, when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. when I was at my grandmother's, (laughs) (laughs) I was not allowed to watch them, like, at home with with my parents, but, you know, that was like, you know, that that was considered, like, too uh, controversial. Too controversial. My grandmother just, she, she wanted to watch it, and she didn't care. I was there, so. I mean, when I first... When I met B. Arthur, when I say met B. Arthur, I literally met her in passing. Excuse me. Um, I had told my mother that story, and my mother says, "You met Maud," because mm-hmm. I was thinking my, it was my mother grew up during the '70s, and she she was a an adult woman in the '80s, and I was immediately expecting her to say, "You met Dorothy," mm-hmm. but instead yeah. of saying, "You met Dorothy, you met Maud." So that leads me to believe that my mother was able to watch Maud. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, it's just one of those things where I'm like, I wish that Maud was able to do better. I do, I wish that Maud was able to do better in syndication. And I'm quite depressed now because I realize that uh, your mother and I are the same age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's it, the show has ended. ended. <laughs> Welcome, it's the last episode everybody. first The first, the first, the first episode and last episode. episode. <laughs> uh, no, but it's just, it's... It's one of those things where first, let's go over the the premise of of, uh, of the first episode. I believe it's called Mo Ma- A- Cousin, Cousin, Cousin Maud. Cousin, Cousin Maud's Maud. Visit. Yes. Cousin that's, Maud's visit. That's what we're going with. <laughs> that's that's the first episode. The first episode is Cousin Maud's visit, and in it, uh, the bunkers, with the exception of Edith, are all sick. All sick. Michael, um, Archie, Archie, Gloria. and Gloria are all sick with some variant of the flu. And they're running Edith. Ragged. They're running Edith up and down the stairs, making her an absolute, it, just driving, driving Edith crazy. But yes. of course, you would never see that because Edith was always, you know, very doubting and very submissive. Archie, Archie, Archie. <laughs> you know, all ah. that fun stuff. And um, Edith calls for Maud to come and help. And Archie is rallying against Maud coming he and, and hates Maude. helping because he, he hates sent Maude. a telegram telling her not and to come. He sent a telegram telling her not to come. Back when people still... Back send, when people still send, send telegrams. telegrams. <laughs> I don't know if any... No, no, no one sends telegrams anymore. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> of many people that still send telegrams. None I them, know that they're know. the singing telegram. Cameo is actually... <laughs> yes. Cameo! Cameo's is a great example of a telegram. telegram, But yes. from a celebrity. Yes, exactly. Um... I'd like to be on Cameo at some point, but that's that's besides the point. But we digress. But we digress again.
1: <laughs> There'll be a lot of digressions. A lot of tangential. There'll stuff. There'll be a, a lot of digressions and stuff.
0: Um, so Maud, going against Archie's wishes, um, comes and helps. Yes. And it's just you see this, the 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 um, the blood rush. From Archie's face as soon as he sees Maud on the other when he opens the door. And it takes forever
1: for you her know, to get there though. Well, there's a lot of exposition. Yeah, there's a there's lot, lot of stuff of in the beginning.
0: There's a lot of exposition. And then it just sort of blows up. Yes. Um because there were a lot of there were a lot of issues of the day addressed in this one episode. Now, All in the Family has always been a show that like was very Family friendly, very, um, very of the time, very period. It's a, yes. a very period show. Yes, I think. Well, I think when it comes to the seventies, you sort of have to be a period show. Um, no- Norman yeah. Lear was was a but well, it was a contemporary, like, contemporary yeah. show. It yeah. was very contemporary. Much more, much more so than what we were saying before about those, you know, other mothers yeah, like you know, absolutely, June Cleaver and and uh, even Mrs. Mary Brady. Tyler Moore. Yeah, I I mean. All in the Family presented a much more realistic version of how people were actually living yeah. at, at the time. Yes, and uh, to to sort of see uh, to sort of see Maud interact with not only Archie but like other members of the family. Like, she was very warm, and uh, she would cozy up to Michael and, and Gloria, and would uh, make them delicious food. She made them and custard. She made them custard, for goodness sake. And she made Edith a delicious breakfast made Edith eggs, a delicious bacon, yes. potatoes, and Archie got... And Archie got cream of wheat with cheese. Because it was binding. Because <laughs> it, was, it was light but it binds it binds <laughs> and uh, you know it's uh, hearing hearing jokes like that especially in a in a day and age when like there's so much medication it it was just hysterical it's just hysterical to see that sort of change and shift cuz you know all in the family was probably the very first American TV show where you actually ever heard the toilet flush <laughs> right up until up until then like you know there was no toilet humor there was bodily functions did not exist not in, the in sitcoms not at all they didn't exist <laughs> so it's it's very fascinating to just see the the change and the shift in sitcoms mm-hmm. From, you know, All in the Family to Maud to uh, Golden Girls and 221 and then Living Single and Fra- just seeing the, the shift in sitcoms and, and just, it's, it's interesting to say the least. Um, so naturally the episode continues with... Maud taking care of the family, and then Maud sits in Archie's chair. And that was always a big no-no. That was always a big no-no. And even if you pay attention to the episode, you can hear the audience go, uh-oh, oh oh no. Like you would hear the groan in the audience. You don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't sit in Archie Bunker's chair. You don't sit in Archie Bunker's chair. And for someone that Archie does not like... That also was like another another, mean, yeah, level. Yeah, so another level. Yes, I mean, another level. Definitely. It just. The <laughs> dialogue between the two of them was so good. It was so good. Like, Archie comes downstairs and says, You're in my chair. And? And? What, what are you going to do about <laughs> it? <laughs> and j- just. It was. Uh, Honest to goodness, watching watching All in the Family, and just seeing Carol O'Connor's. Uh, I think he won it. Did he win an Emmy for oh, multiple? I Emmys, think he won several I'm Emmys sure. for uh, for 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 Archie Bunker, and uh, the things that he says, and the things that they said back that just just hysterical, and also incredibly problematic. <laughs> yes, but the thing is now. Having you know, lived you know, being yeah, alive day of day at that time, you are not. I was not alive. At <laughs> the you were not time. even alive. <laughs> I was not even a thought at the time. <laughs> and I remember watching that show. I, 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 of course, I was barely a fetus, <laughs> but I remember. <laughs> I was watching it from the fetal position. But my 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 parents and my my grandparents, they loved that show and they loved archie bunker mm-hmm. so much cuz he was saying things that they that, said that they they said you know not my mother my my mother was more of, she was more on the the mike side you know definitely more mm-hmm. more of a michael but my father Very he was much definitely an archie bunker and the things that that he said um, were the things that I mean one of, one of the things that the, one of the reasons why we decided to do the show is just to address these sort of issues that uh, were brought up during these sitcoms during the seventies and how we're still having the same conversations. I remember even once when I posted on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I had done lip syncs mm. where I was where I was Maud, right. and I was lip syncing and, and reacting to to Archie's to Archie's dialogue, and some of the comments were like Archie was right all along, mm. Archie was this, Archie was that, Maud was such a, a just really 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 brutal brutal names about about Maud's character, and I'm like, are wh- where where am I? Uh, where are we still in the seventies? Are we still are we still like in this this er, this era? I thought I thought it died. I thought it went away. No. no. And what really just grabbed me because we just watched the episode, so yeah. we're, we're we're reliving it now. We're fresh, reliving the episode now, fresh. Where Archie, uh, in order to get Maud out of the chair, he brings up Franklin, Franklin Delano, Delano Roosevelt, Roosevelt whom Maud adored, and Archie couldn't stand. Could not stand. And Archie starts spewing these things um, sort of revising history uh-huh. and I'm like, hmm why does that sort of remind <laughs> me of a lot of people we have seen you know yeah. currently yeah like you know actual you there know, was events? There, there was a there was a meme that was going around. Saying uh, it was a picture of Carol O'Connor as Archie Bunker, and said you loved me during the '70s, and then you elected me president. Right. right. And in true to form fashion, like I was, I watch every time I watch All in the Family. Now all I can see is him. Mm-hmm. All I can see is him. We're yeah. not mentioning his. Name. We're not mentioning the name. We're not mentioning. However, in in Archie's defense, mm-hmm. over the course of the show. Oh, there's bro. he did he did grow. There is he there did, is a character arc there. Yeah, but there were quite a few instances. There were a few where moments where I'm like, oh wow, this is actually a thing that's happening. He yes. he said those words, didn't yeah. he? Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. So he he actually uses he uses one you know racist term. Oh, yeah. And that, this episode, yeah. not, an, uh, not, exclu- there was the, there was the one term that he used in this episode, but there was another episode where he did, in fact, use. The N-word? The N-word. I don't, I don't remember that one. It what? was, he was, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was, in because All in the Family had a series of spinoffs. All in the Family had Maude, All in the Family had the Jeffersons, All in the Family had Archie's Place. Yes. And I think it was in Archie's Place that he had... That he had said the word, uh-huh. and I, I, I'm, I'm almost positive. I have to ask a friend of mine who we were supposed to do. Um, we were supposed to do something like Maud Live, mm-hmm. where it would be the where it would be a small cast of people, and we would recite and just right. do a live read of the stage reading, a stage right. reading of of that episode of Maud. And I'm pretty sure it was an episode of Archie's Place. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Check with us. Check yes. with us. Let us know. and Let know, us know in the comments. In let us know. Let, let us know. Will there be comments? I don't know if there will be comments, <laughs> but let us know anyway. Please comment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's fascinating what they were able to allow him to get away with. Yeah. And then I, you know, I watch more and I'm like, I, one of the things that you were never, you were never allowed to swear. You were never, ever, ever allowed to swear on on national television. And I think, like, Archie was saying hell and damn, Damn. but you were not allowed to say ass. Right. You had to use patootie. Right. You were never allowed to say sex. You had to say whoopee. Right. Um, And if you wanted to say you'd have to spell it out. Yes. And that's just, just... Look at where we've come, and I you, know. lo- you look at shows like um, Two Broke Girls and and Big Bang Theory, and just the dialogue. It, it's it's all of the, all of the naughty. It's, naughty it's funny you bring up the cursing because I remember specifically on All in the Family, mm-hmm. there was there was one time where um, uh, Archie was like he, he was fighting with Edith, and he was he was you know had the phone, and and Edith screaming at him, put the phone put the phone down, put the phone down. Finally, she goes, put the phone. Down. And it's like it's like you know it was one of those so moments she, in time yes, where you're like but like everything you know the audience and Archie they're all like you know are, are st- stunned God, that, uh, and God. God and God and like Archie you know and he, he calls Edith out for, for cursing and then yeah. he's like embarrassed and it, but it was but like that's a, it's very you would never expect a character like Edith to do anything. Wrong right. or do anything bad. So uh, that was again one of the reasons why. Um, I believe there was an episode where she was assaulted, where she was yes, I assaulted. remember, I remember that, and one. that was a very powerful, yeah. powerful episode. Yeah, because you have this sort of pillar of of good faith and and positivity just be be put in that sort of situation. It was, and, and also uh, there was an episode where Gloria there was, was an, there was also an episode where Gloria was sexually assaulted. Sexually assaulted yeah. And uh, you, you know, didn't see stuff like no, that in a sitcom You did not back see then. stuff like that in a sitcom at all back then. So, <clears throat> so Franklin Delano Roosevelt was was addressed as and was, was Maude's trigger. He was Maude's, yes, supposedly <laughs> Maude's trigger. <laughs> and um, the, oh, of course, this was proto mod I think it was proto Maude. This was proto. This was I was think proto-Maud. we could describe her as proto Maude. This <laughs> was not fully. Completely, she wasn't a fully realized, fleshed out character yet. She was just this sort of foil to Archie. And I think that was one of the reasons why... So, prior to All in the Family, Maud was doing a one- uh, Not a one-woman show. B. Arthur. um, I'm sorry, B. Arthur. That's where I'm at. B. Arthur. Arthur. (laughs) B. Arthur was doing a uh, review called the Shoestring Review on Broadway. And Norman Lear, I think, was a friend of hers at the time and Mm. saw her in the show. And then Norman was, I guess, so wowed by her performance. How not be? I love the song that she sings in the shoestring. What does she sing in that? Uh, garbage. I don't know that. The last line is, "If I am garbage, then take me away." Uh huh. It's it is a fabulously funny funny song. I absolutely love Is it. Is it on YouTube? You can find it on YouTube, okay. I'm pretty sure. It's absolutely starved. I'll see if I can send it to you, because I also found it on Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. Um, but Norman was just so, I guess, wowed by her performance that he said, listen, I want you to come out, They read for a part, see if you like it. And B. Arthur was terrified of flying. I did not know that. Oh. She was terrified of flying. Huh. And uh, she flew out and uh, read for the part, and they cast, they... Norman wrote the part for her. For her. And uh, um, that the rest is history. Like the, the CBS execs were like, again, we need to get that girl her own show. Mm-hmm. So they did an actual pilot episode, which will be next week's episode. Well no. There was there was yet yeah, there was a second Yeah, there was a second one. Episode there was, there of her, All in the Family. Yeah, there was two, uh, there were two episodes of All in the Family. There was, but, and then there was the pilot. Then there was the pilot. Yes. Yep we we know what we're doing. We're professionals. <laughs> no, there was there was cousin Maud's visit, right? And then there was Maud. Then there was just the episode the, of Maud. The episode of Maud. Yeah, and then the pilot? there was the pilot for Maud. That was that was produced, I think later was produced in the following season. Because mm-hmm. um, that's how sitcoms work, where it's yes. like you have the idea, you get the produce. Takes longer than a year sometimes to get a to get a sitcom off the ground. Um I've been waiting decades for mine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's fascinating to have the sort of conversations that were being had. Uh like as to, to get back to the episode, um Maud and Archie end up getting into a battle of words over um, civil rights civil rights uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt Franklin Delano Roosevelt uh, um, uh, General MacArthur Gen- General MacArthur uh, uh, Gibraltar uh, and, and, and Galta <laughs> and Yalta and Gibraltar <laughs> now, I, now I I barely passed American history so I'm not that um, I guess we could say knowledgeable but you actually lived through that no not <laughs> I didn't go far back on <laughs> that we have, have to. We have to call. We'd have to call, a, we'd have to call a, some other drag Queens. to some other drag friends of ours. Yes. <laughs> for, for information about that. <laughs> so it's it's always fascinating to see people have sort of like of the time conversations because you know even with the Golden Girls there mm. are, I'm part I'm part of so many Golden Girls groups on Facebook uh. and every time someone's like well, I heard this on an episode and I don't understand mm. what, what, what happened? Like, whether it was about the AIDS epidemic or just certain, certain jokes and whatnot that people didn't get, like the rabbit died laughing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what, do you know the story about the rabbit dying? Y- yeah, when yeah. They, they, they what, would use to take the urine samples and yes, inject it into the rabbit. Yes, that used to be the th- that, thing. Instead yeah. of saying, oh, someone's pregnant, it's like, oh, the rabbit died. The rabbit died, they exactly. Would, that was an expression and it meant you were pregnant. Exactly. And, um... Yeah, I never thought about it. I guess, you know, young people today... Don't hear when jokes you, like when that. They hear, if they hear that expression, they're going to be like, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? I'm confused. You I'm know. confusion. And then also hearing other jokes like, um... Oh God, I can't think of any other jokes from the Golden Girls. This is <laughs> this is a moment in history, friends. But of course, well, of course, there was a, there was things about like you know um, the Cold War. And, yeah, know, and, and that you know today was it's like you know no one <laughs> young people don't have a, a young people don't for have it. a frame of reference for yeah. that. So when they watch these older sitcoms, and this is this is about me. I, I'm I'm acting myself when I say this. <laughs> but there are times when I'm watching an older sitcom and I'm like. Well, I don't understand that. Mm. So you you do the you do the human thing and you look it up. You, you and research it. You do your research and you figure out what the hell these people are talking about, You're right? And you know, I mean, even today, there's still very much civil unrest. There's still very much. Um, uh, th- there's just there's so much going on in terms of civil rights and equality. And you know, you have you have the Black Lives Matter movement. You right. have you have the um, Asian Amer- AAPI. Oh, why can't I? it's it's a it's an an not an anagram. A um. Oh, for pity's sake. AAPI, which is Asian American Pacific Islander, mm-hmm. or, so, some to that effect. You have you have that movement now right. happening. There's still the LGBTQ movement, right? And you know, one of the lines that that Archie says is. Uh, Richard E. Nixon knew how to keep his wife at home. Mm-hmm. She was always out in the streets running around with the he used the term colors yes. which obviously is a very inappropriate term. Absolutely. And
1: uh, well, don't
0: read us. Don't, don't read us. That's actually that's a line of dialog quoting what the character, what the character said, said to point out how wrong it is. Exactly. Like. <laughs> and uh, he proceeds to say we didn't know they were there. And it was one yes. Of, it was one of those moments where I'm like, they didn't know those people were there. How, yeah, how? How do you not? How do you not? Especially like, where did where did all where did all in the family take place? Queens. It was, it was in Queens. It was. It, they were in Queens. I think they Queens. were supposed to be in Forest Hills. Sounds about right. I think they. I think they were in Forest Hills. That sounds about right. That tracks. Yeah. I'd, we'd have to we'd have to do we have to do our research. We have to do our own research. But. <laughs> We're part, you know. Usually we're drag queens. So yeah, we don't, we, we, don't research, we work, you know, on the where we work on the fly. You know, that's it. We work on the flies, right? And everything and is, the, improv, everything you know? is improv. Everything is improv. It's like well, the girl who's going on. She she she, she she's having a wig uh, malfunction. You're on next, and it's like okay. Yep. I guess I'm on. I'm on. I guess I'm going on with or without a wig. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just it's it really is one of those things where you're you're seeing people continuing to have the conversations that were had such and such many years ago. Yeah. And uh, and isn't it just sort of unbelievable that some things just haven't that changed? Was, all in the family was 72, 74? No, I think it started in in the, I think it started in 70s. Yeah, I mean, it was I early seventies. It was early, it was very early seventies because I know 70s. I know Maud was seventy-two to seventy. 78. Mm-hmm. 72 to 78. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure all in the family was like 71. Right, yeah. to whatever whenever, oh, God, the, whenever the heck it ended. It it last. I think it lasted like 8 or 9 seasons. And th- and then became Archie Bunker's and Place. And then became Archie Bunker's Place. And went I don't know how long. I mean it was on I for think Archie's a- Place lasted about 3 4 seasons. And they, I think maybe. Even more, I don't know. I know, I know, was just on forever. Yeah, was <laughs> just on forever. They just wanted to give Carol O'Connor all the, I all, mean, the, all, the all the, money. <laughs> you know, and and it's it's funny how like you know actors today they don't want to be tied to one character, they don't want to be typecast to too long. And Carol O'Connor didn't care. Carol he O'Connor had that rode that character until he couldn't ride it no a, more Exactly, ride. exactly. Although then he did go on to do that. Um, uh, what was it? in the Heat of the Night sh- uh, show where he played the the sheriff? Where he played the sheriff, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I remember that. I didn't but you know something he he was all Carol O'Connor was always very good about playing a certain type of character. Yeah. And you know, I want to say that like, he was probably like one of the last few people that rode the character until like, like you know, you have your Mae Wests, you have your John Waynes, right? You have your uh, Joan Crawfords, you have your Betty Davises, where you pl- where you would play these sort of characters that you grew up playing in right. Hollywood, and even mm-hmm. B. Arthur, even B. Mm-hmm. Arthur was the same, where she would play this sort of strong, imposing, domineering female character, and uh, It's just fascinating how today you won't see actors, you'll see actors definitely like stretching out their wings a little bit. Yeah. And I love that personally. As a character actor, I love being able to play different characters. Me too. I mean, even with my drag. Even with your drag you play different characters. I play play different characters because I get bored. Yeah. So, I mean, I can understand that. But Carol O'Connor, you know, as far as playing Archie Buffett. He Bunker, enjoyed playing those type of characters. And it worked for him because he was able to play it. And he made a lot of money. Yes, he, he did. did. He was probably one of he the highest. He's still making actors. money. He's been dead for how many years? My God, yeah, the estate. I'm I think sure. he died in, in what, 2000? Something like I that. I think he died in 2000. Something like that, yeah. Because I, I remember, uh, yeah, it had to have been 2000, like early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah just just continuing to see the sort of evolution of of actors and character actors and sitcoms it's it's just fascinating to me but again we're still having these the same, same conversations. Yeah, the same and that issues. Was, that was one of the reasons why why Tony and myself decided to pretty much start this conversation because if you watch older episodes of Maud, like you'll see things that we'll obviously be addressing yes. later on. But there were issues of abortion. Obviously, that's that's the one. That's the one episode that sticks out in a lot of people's minds. And I think that's one of the reasons why it doesn't do so well in syndication. But right. that's besides the point. Right. You'll see. Um, Inter, uh, uh, what, uh, not, what the hell is it called? Premarital relations, yes. premarital sex, um, homosexuality. You'll you see homosexuality. That was the first show that I, you know, as a young child saw, and, and I can't wait till we actually get oh, to yeah, that the, episode. The, but just to touch on it briefly, where you know they dealt with homosexuality, and I was I was like, <gasps> I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's me. You know, no, it's true. Because the thing is, like you know, I, I I I envy young kids and young people today yeah. because there's so much more representation of the LGBTQ uh, population yes. than when I was a kid. And I mean, know, bef- when uh, not. Not to age you. <laughs> but, Please don't age me any more than I but, already am! <laughs> but when when you were younger Hunger. there was only there was only so many ways to represent a queer identifying individual. But the thing is, queer people have existed for years. Mm-hmm. And we'll obviously be addressing more on that
1: later. Yes, later when we, on, get, when we get to that. When we
0: get to that episode. Um but but to focus squarely on this one episode and you're seeing you're seeing Edith run around ragged, you're seeing you're seeing Archie be, be Archie. Like there were times that Tony was laughing and I'm just rolling my eyes because I'm like, oh Archie. Why? Yeah, well yeah, well he was he was he was sexist. He was bigoted. He was sexist, racist, homophobic, uh, I, I, I mean, xenophobic. Ze- yes, the, every the every every phobic. He just was. About. He was. Yeah. And yet, the American the audience, American audience, loved him. Him, up. him. loved him. Up. him. So, because they, I think, one of the beautiful things that I love about Norman Lear is that he'll take these characters and he'll make them do awful things, but he'll still make them likable. Yeah. And, you know, even... There are certain episodes of Maud, there are certain episodes of All in the... Not All in the Family. Well, yeah, All in the Family. Mm -hmm. Like, Norman Lear had a... uh, Norman Lear... I say this. Chuck Lorre is the Norman Lear of today. Mm -hmm. Because Chuck Lorre (laughs) has so many sitcoms. Mm -hmm. So many sitcoms under his belt. And Norman Lear had a lot of sitcoms under his belt. Yeah, and he changed... He changed the face of American television. Yes, he did. He very much did. And God bless him; he's still alive today. Oh, is he? Yes, I didn't he even is. Really know that Norman Lear. I think he's. I God. think he's. I'm pretty sure he's either 99. Wow. Yeah, him, Rob Reiner, Betty White. Uh, who else is somebody that's up there? Mel Brooks is still kicking. Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> Just all these, all these marvelous, marvelous actors and directors and producers that we've known for years, still, still kicking, and still. I, w- I even think that that Mel Brooks is uh, producing. I could be wrong. In, I could be wrong in saying this, but I think he's also producing a. Um, I think a History of the World Part One musical. Really, that wouldn't surprise me. Think, I think I think that's. I remember there. hearing something about that. And then uh, you know, there's also the possibility that he's <coughs> retiring. So who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? It's it's funny though talking about all the the uh, things about Archie. You know, yeah. racist, homophobic, xenophobic. There, not only did he use that term about you know African Americans, but even to Mike. He used a, he a, uses, a a term he about him being Polish, yeah. a term that you know is that is very much frowned upon in yes. society. Yes. And I mean and, and he said these things and you know and uh, people just they you know the audience laughed. They were rolling in the in the aisles. And and you know it's really it's really something cuz I've had I've had a number of conversations with with friends of mine where we'll have the conversation and like, can we please stop using the excuse? It was made. uh No, what the, what the heck is the phrase? It's a certain phrase where it was a product of its time. Of its time, yeah. <clears throat> a product of its time, and uh, you know, I, uh, I don't like. That that is such a very difficult thing as a white queer person to mm-hmm. I guess grapple Wait a with minute. because You're queer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh god. Oh, get, oh. get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that joke. I love that joke <laughs> so much. But uh, but as as two white queer individuals, mm, yes. it's very challenging to sort of have that discussion because we have not lived that life, no. Nope. So we cannot. We can only speak on it from what we've seen, mm-hmm. and that's that's the story on that. Yes, I would love for us to have that conversation with somebody down the line at some point. I, maybe we can get LaBelle on the show at one point. Absolutely, White. yeah. And we we can certainly address address <clears throat> that with her. Yeah, and uh, I I just feel like when it came to sitcoms, especially during the seventies, there were a lot of things that were addressed. Oh yeah, there were a lot of things that were addressed yes. from from 70 to right up until like 80 81 82. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, even during the 80s there were definite the 80s, the like every single era since the 70s there have sort of been more focus on on issues affecting different communities. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm very excited to see a continuation of that. I want to see a continuation of um having having focus be put on on these issues affecting different different communities no it's 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 funny because there was something that happened recently I was talking with someone and we were saying how um um <clears throat> a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that I do is is like um we have like um you know spoof character things yeah. and and all that and and somebody said, oh, it would be great if you could have like uh, Ms Swan from man TV and I was I was like, Oh my god! I had not thought about that character in like so so long. Who was it was you know it was so funny when watching it at the time, but I'm like, wow, that character would be so wrong yep. to do in today's climate, you know. Correct. You know, making fun of, of, like, of an Asian uh, but person. but also during uh, in in And the, the character's not from that long the ago. The character's not that long ago. Um. There was also another character that I was watching, and um, uh, the character's name was Jewel Barone mm-hmm. from from Mad TV, uh, created by Mary Shear, and the character was a smoker. Mm-hmm. But she sounded like this, <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, obviously, very like Italian, mm. <laughs> an older woman. Like crazy bouffant hair. It's, it's she just, sounded like Big Ange. She sounded exactly like Big Ange. And it was just watching that. I'm like, there are people today yeah. that that are like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, is it funny or is it problematic? And right. there's, there's constantly, for years, there's going... For years and from years from years on, there's going to constantly be the discussion of, is it funny or is it problematic? Mm-hmm. And, you know, even in drag, mm-hmm. there are some people that'll ask, well, I'm going to perform this number. Is it wrong that I, as, as such and such, am doing this number? Right. Like, there are, to- there are so many queens that are like... I want to perform, and I am telling you from uh, from Dream, Dream Girls, Girls. yeah. And there are some people that oh, I won't perform it now, right? I the only time I'll, I will sing it if it comes Same. on the radio, I will I, sing it. Yeah, but I will, I will s- not perform it. Yeah, you I know, I would not. Perform have, it. I would not have a problem with singing it live. Yeah, but I would never like lip sync like a you know yeah somebody else's it's the same originals. thing with um what was that one number from hairspray i know where i've been mm, that's right. another one i won't touch yeah now there are just certain characters and certain songs that just a person like me should just not Right. Not touch because right. it's not for me. Mm, yeah. It was not a song that was written for me. It was right. a song that was written for another type of person. Right. And I feel like the older we get and the, you know, the, the more there's an evolution of time and so on and so forth, there'll be more of those conversations where it's like, well, can I? Oh, I can't. Okay, that's fine. And right. move on. But there are some people that you say that and it's like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. True. Yeah. I...
1: I do not begrudge you,
0: you you take your life and fate into your own hands. Yeah, I personally would never tell somebody, oh, you can't do that. I mean, I'm I'm like, you know, whatever somebody decides to do, you know, they make the decision. They they make make it. Every day you wake up and you make a choice. Exactly. And whether you choose violence or not is entirely up to you. Please don't choose violence. (laughs) Please don't choose violence. Please don't choose violence. Please don't. Um... But these are, these are all things that sort of uh, happen based off of this one episode. Yes. And it's the introductory episode to the character. Mm-hmm. So for all of these things that we've mentioned to sort of be addressed in this one episode... I mean, again, it's re- like I will repeat this until my dying day. I am still very saddened that Maud does not do all of that well in syndication. I think you could maybe catch Maud on like cozy TV at like twelve in the afternoon or twelve midnight or mm-hmm. some of that. You can only but you see the you see All in the Family all the time, The Jeffersons, all oh, all over, um, even like Good Times. Good times. You'll see. Uh, well, you see a lot of in syndication that does well from the 70's oh from the 70's um, the Brady Bunch the br- obviously uh, the Brady Bunch even the, the Partridge the, family you'll the see the a Partridge lot family. of Partridge family yeah yeah a, lo- a lot of those very vanilla you know vanilla not so controversial controversial, controversial not threatening I mean I think the, the the most you know biggest like issue on the Partridge yeah. family was when they all got sprayed by the skunk <laughs> And how to take a bath in tomato juice, so they so they didn't stink for their gig. <laughs> that's you know that's another thing that we'll definitely that we'll definitely touch on that when it came uh, to, when it came to certain things on board, uh, like there were things that were written that I knew that B. Arthur wanted to say, mm-hmm. like um, I'll give you a great example. There was one episode where Arthur. Wanted Maud to perform, I think, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious for a uh, for a show, uh-huh. and uh, Maud was like, "Why? Why are we doing that?" And Arthur's like, "Oh, well, I love it. It's it's so fun. It's so it's so fresh. It's so it's so great." And then Maud's like, "Of course you like it. It thoroughly repels me." <laughs> and uh, then she ends up saying, uh, "Like Arthur, don't you know that you've said five four letter words?" Because I mean, you. Four letter a four-letter word back in the 70s was actually a bad four-letter word a curse yeah like a swear and just it it really is one of those things where it's like I hate vanilla I can't mm. stand vanilla. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm always the type of person that, even when when it comes to arguments with my own family, I am very liberal. I am very much like this. They all no? no. me a liberal. No. How impossible? Me? I couldn't, <laughs> I, couldn't <imagine. laughs> I couldn't imagine. But I'm, I'm also like on the internet. I'm very outspoken. If you see me in my house, I'm a totally, totally different person. I'm very quiet. You wouldn't believe it, but I am. I believe it. Um, but that's that's just... And when I, when I was watching one, I'm like, this is a woman who is very much in charge of her own destiny. Mm-hmm. She's had four husbands. She doesn't give a frick about... She... One of the things that Norman Lear did was he called Maud... A and this is this is Norman Lear's words. A bullshit liberal, mm-hmm. and what he meant by that was, and it was the same thing with Archie. Like you're taking this really crass, um, verbose, um, foul-mouthed individual, and you're making him a likable character. Right. He did. Ve- he did something very similar with Maud where he would take this very militant, strong liberal feminist. But still give her the mentality uh, not so much the mentality but give her the morals of a housewife from the 50s where she would say things and like double back on herself and she would do things and then say oh well no I didn't mean that right well he he humanized he humanized the characters the characters. because there's there are people in everyone's lives that have like you know these views that yeah. are you know, the opposite of yours, but for some reason or another, you're still you know, you still may be friends with them yeah. or it's family and you and you still And you can't do anything about yeah. it. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's sort it's sorta of like that. It wasn't they weren't one note. Yeah, they were not one note characters. Yeah. They were layers. They were layers. Yes. Like an onion. Like an onion. Oh. Like an <laughs> onion. Layered like an onion. Oh onions, I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> I can go for a <laughs> blink onion. So seldom do I go to Outback Steakhouse. Yes. I never, I sponsor, I us never Outback, yes. sponsor us Outback. Sponsor us. Oh, we're trying to get those. Oh, I love, I love them. I love them. <laughs> yes, I eat there every day. <laughs> so that's that is that is definitely where 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 Maud takes us really, and it's the, it's the same again. The sitcoms of the '70s were very human. Yes. Like I look, I look at sitcoms from the '70s, and I compare it to Blackish. I compare it to um, what's another good example of a very, very humanizing uh, uh, television sitcom that isn't so dramatic. That is dramatic, but still has like a lot of a lot of humor in it. Um, I would, you know, actually, I would say Facts of Life. Oh well, no! Well, that like, was well, well, that was in the 80s. That was in the 80s. That was in the 80s. But like it, when it started, it was very uh, simplistic. And but then as it went along, as they, as they actually dealt yes, with some with some serious issues like you know premarital sex and uh-huh. um, you know uh, uh, even like I remember um, there was one episode. Sorry, we're going into into the fast life. Fine, it's fine. Fu- I mean, like, that one of the beautiful things about Maud is that Maud was. In the seventies, and Maud sort of broke the mold for female character. Yes, um, like you look at you look at Maud, and then you see all of these other strong, militant female characters that have sort of grown out of that sitcom. Mm-hmm. And like, there were a lot of people that felt that she was sort of like Joan of Arc, where oh, she was yeah. just this this yeah. sword and shield carrying like paragon. Yes. And uh, we can obviously, like, compare Maud to the characters in The Facts of Life. We can say that Carol is very much like characters in The Facts of Life. Mm-hmm. We can say that uh, Vivian is even certain characters in The Facts of Life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's just part of it. We're obviously going to be talking about more than just Maul. No, but I mean, we can. That she's our primary. She focus. is the primary focus. I mean, uh, all springs from Maul. Exactly. <laughs> all springs from let us worship. But I mean, but it's it's true though. Like like we've said, if you looked at any any um, uh, protagonist female character from before from before the seventies, even you had these very Doting, mm-hmm. very quiet. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the exception of um, Alice from the Honeymooners. Yeah, with the exception of Alice from the Honeymooners. Like, yeah. but even Alice was like still very. She would never tell. She would never call um, Ralph a son of a bitch. Oh no. She would never like be foul mouthed. Right. She would just be shrill. Yeah. But Maud was like everything, and then some. Just mm-hmm. screaming at the top of her lot, like the. One of my one of my friends, Summer Orlando, fabulous drag queen. When we started doing when we started doing mod live, because Summer was my thing again, um, we ended up talking about what we wanted to do for the live, like what episodes we wanted to do do a stage mm-hmm. reading of, and uh, he was like, "I'm gonna watch." All I'm gonna watch all first I'm gonna watch all episodes in the first season because mm-hmm. it's readily available mm-hmm. and I can watch it. And then we we reconvened and he's like, I need headphones because listening to Maud scream so much, ah. it literally affected my hearing. Oh god. And it was one of those moments of time where I'm like, that makes sense because throughout most of the first two seasons of Maud, B. Arthur just Always was screaming for some reason. Hmm. She just had this big booming theatrical presence, which doesn't make any kind of sense at all. Oh no. Like if you look at her body of work, it doesn't make any sense at all. No. You know, it seemed like Maud came from that sort of lineage of what I think of the, you know, the 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 big broad yeah. character yes. from, you know, movies, mm-hmm. you know, that she was like Direct descendant, yes, of, of that. Those like very much so. You know, not the not the glamour girl, not the the ingenue, definitely not the ingenue. you know the, the big broad character that was be like like you know that led with their hey, chest. honey, led you know. led with their chests. Yes, these women who these women who in fact led with their chests, mm. and I even I, I won't say that it's like divine because when did Pink Flamingos come out? Seventy four, something like that. Yeah, it was it was. But I mean, even 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 in certain drag characters like Divine broke the mold mm-hmm. in a very similar fashion the way Maud did because prior to Divine, drag queens were very um, drag queens were very like they, they really were more female impersonators. They were more female impersonators than they were camp queens. In general, like I remember, you know, like years ago, mm-hmm. if like somebody was doing drag they would get asked, oh, who do you do? Meaning, because it was like, it was always assumed when you were doing drag, well, you were doing Marilyn Monroe, or you were doing Bette Midler, or yeah. you were doing Diana Ross, or, you know, it was always, you know, that was sort of it, that if you were doing drag, you were pretty much doing, like, a, you know, another character. Mm-hmm. And it, did, it was like, with Divine, that was where it was sort of like... Divine was divine, divine was divine. Divine was not doing anyone else. So it's very similar to yeah, it is. It is very similar to oh, oh. someone's getting a phone call. Oh. <gasps> someone's getting a phone call and he did should have I sh- should have She didn't lower her phone. I can't believe she I didn't did mute that. She didn't need her phone. I can't believe I did that. I don't know who it is. The most, I'm not, the I'm most. Speaking un- to them. Welcome to God will get you for that, Walter. God, the most professional. God, will get God will get me for that. God will get you for that. God will get me for that. So <laughs> it really, it really is similar. It Really, truly is similar when you look at when you look at Maud, and then to just see the body of work that has led from that sitcom. So for it to not, <laughs> I feel like I've said this about four times, to see it not stay in syndication or do well in syndication is a crock. It's a crime. I think it's a crock and a crime. It's a crime. So let's, let's, no, continue on. Now with the episode, mm-hmm. what ends up happening, yes, is uh, at the, at the very end, at the very end, they're Maude, all better, they're all better, and Maude is the one that's sick. Yes. And she's still there at back And she's still there and Archie is still unsure of what to do with himself. Exactly, exactly. And again, it's just it's brilliant writing like that that gives the show staying power, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I mean I loved it because it gave it gave Archie more of a reason to be miserable. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> well that that was that was the a lot of, you know, the theme of All in the Family was always these other characters that were coming in to uh, oppose Archie. Yes. And, like, you know, call him out on, on on his views. That was how they got the Jeffersons. Yeah. And, again, it was another one of the reasons why good times happened, because mm-hmm. Maud had Florida. Had Florida. And Florida was a fabulous foil for Maud. Mm-hmm. Because Florida would put Maud in her place. Right, right. And I feel like that's just what happens. Like, you'll... <laughs> If you want to be a success in Hollywood, just be a great foil to the lead character. Of course. That's all. That's all yeah. that's needed. But don't show them up. But don't <laughs> never show them up. Because you might get your own sitcom at that point, <laughs> <laughs> that was Well, that was what happened with, uh, remember, remember Alice? The show Alice. with Alice, David yeah. Aladdin and uh, uh, Polly Holiday became so popular as Flo. Yeah. They had to sp- spin her off. But what happens sometimes is when a character gets spun off they re- it just does not always work it is it, true. It doesn't and and the show, and her, her show flow yeah. it didn't it, it didn't, didn't work. do well it didn't do well it didn't do well at all it really didn't and then you look at Mary Tyler Moore and Rhoda right yeah but Rhoda did well in, Rhoda, Rhoda it did does, okay. it does' okay but I'm not gonna okay? say it did, I'm not gonna say it does well like Mary you Taylor know what did happened with did. Rhoda was like they the very first season like they they married her and it was like. It was sort of like wait who you know this isn't this isn't Rhoda we don't know who this you know Rhoda was always this this single woman who you know had such bad luck with dating and that that for her to marry in the first uh, season you know her husband Joe played by David Gro. See I remember all this stuff I watched (laughs) it I watched it. You know, and it was just sort of like, you know... She was there when the dark magic was created. <laughs> exactly. And Phyllis had her own uh, short-lived sitcom, too. They spun yeah. her off. Mm-hmm. And again, they you know, there's something about... You, when you spin off a character... There's only there's only so much you can do. Yeah, sometimes the magic just isn't there. Norman Lear had great luck, though, that he was able to spin... Norman Lear had very good these luck with his sitcoms. Because, again, he had... Let's see. He had all the family. All the family. Yeah. Maud. Maud. Good times. Good times. The Jeffersons. The Jeffersons. I don't remember what Different else. Strokes. Oh, he did Different Strokes, I'm pretty sure he did Different Strokes. Oh, and of course. Well, fa- and Facts of Life, and facts spun, of off life spun off from Different Strokes. From different strokes so. No. No? 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 Wait. Wait. <laughs> we have to research. We <laughs> have to research that. No, I think it was... Wait, hold on now oh we're gonna we we're, have gonna have, gonna we, we're going to Google this because now I'm curious we have to google this I'm very curious <laughs> uh, la, 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 la. and of course my phone is not on 4G because why because I didn't, oh, I didn't give him the, the Wi-Fi pad. maid isn't there and they're supposed to be having these people over so Blair just starts like you know cooking mm-hmm. and her her stuck-up friends are like you know what's what, what are you, are you doing? doing you know and Joe has a sort of a similar uh, instance with her friends where, she, you know, they want to do something that's, you know, not quite good legal. and not quite legal, legal or something. And she's <laughs> like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that, you know, and, and it's like, and then, you know, they, the two girls both realize that, you know, they've sort of like, you know, they, they've changed like having, you know, because they got thrown together, like in, in the second season, they changed, they changed up the the whole thing and it was mm-hmm. really just concentrating on the four girls. And Mrs. Garrett going, girls, girls. Well, that was <laughs> that was honestly one of the reasons why uh, Charlotte Ray left the show, and and Clarice Leechman came Leichman in. Came in. What the reason why was because Charlotte Ray wasn't the focus. Ah, oh. Mrs. Garrett was no longer the focus. the focus. It was all about the four girls. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those moments where I'm like, okay, as an older actress, you take the good, you take the bad. <laughs> You take them both, and <laughs> there you have the facts of Hollywood. The facts of, <laughs> the facts of Hollywood, and uh, it really. Uh, but you know, we'll obviously we'll talk about this in a in a later episode. Later there's episode. there's a there's a lot to, there's a so, lot to unpack when it comes to so Mars, much to discuss. But it was even one of the reasons why uh, Esther Rolle and oh, what is his name? James, not James McCoy... What is his name? John oh, Amos. John Amos, yes. John Amos. They both yeah. left the show because... Yes. J.J. was getting... J.J. Walker. Yeah. And Jimmy the, Walker, yeah. Jimmy Walker. And the Jimmy same Walker. thing happened with Family Matters. Yes. We the were actually just talking about that yeah. recently, about, you know, um, the mother Julia White uh-huh. as Urkel. Like, in the second season, like, they brought... He it. controlled... Every the show thing. went from being about the, that family. It went from being about family to being matters about, to being about Urkel. And they were that not was too happy. I think it was around the <clears throat> fourth or fifth season that the mother, whose name escapes me, um, just up and left. She couldn't, she wouldn't come back for the show because it became all about yeah. Urkel. And they even, like, just eliminated one child. <laughs> yeah. I think they did. I, <laughs> I you're right. I genuinely just, think you're right. Just, all of a sudden, just wasn't there anymore. Huh? So, we are reaching the end of our show. Oh, my God. And who would have thought that, like, a 26-minute episode could Im- could invoke that much, conversation. that much conversation? Oh, just wait. The next I episode know. is going... There's a lot. Because I'm-, I'm remembering a lot of things that happened in that episode. But... I'm very excited for this adventure. I hope you are too. I had I had a lot of fun in our our, I did, I our, did too. our initial oh, outing of doing it. It's a... only oh, going to make yeah. us closer friends. Of course. <laughs> until we stab each other in the back. <laughs> until we stab each other in the back, you know. That's what drag queens do, you know. know, do, that's, you know. that's why <laughs> I, I would never I call I would myself never. a female impersonator. <laughs> oh, that was a but, female you wanted to <laughs> But if you want to follow uh, us, uh, you can at the God will get you for that podcast, which will be posted where? Uh, I, I, it'll be in the it'll be in the comments. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I know it's going to be as, in as many places as possible. So uh, most likely, you know, we'll we we'll, are we'll, we're, we're going to get to that. So just for for I'm thinking what's going to happen is we'll do the two parters as one episode. Mm-hmm. I think we'll do that. Does that that's that unserviceable to you? The two parters. Two parters. Which two parters? Any two parters. Of Maud. Of Maud. Oh yes. I'm I mean, gonna rather rather than focus on each episode individually, do the two parters or even the three parters. I think there was one episode that was three parts. Oh my goodness. And we'll we can we can obviously we'll work it out. we'll work it out we'll work it out in editing. But um, if you would like to follow me, you can at that. Tom on all forms of social media. From TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. All of it. I'm there. It's all good. It's all there. And if you would like to follow Tony, you can at uh, pretty much anything. Tony homeperm And it's Tony with an I. Tony with an I. Tony with an I when I'm, when I'm doing that. It's going to be her one-woman show. Tony with an I. Tony with an I. <laughs> I like that. I think it's great. Oh, i, I, I got to get, get on the phone with my lawyer. But now... Oh <laughs> my God. Tony with an eye. Yes. But thank you so much for listening. Thank and you, everyone. We'll see you on the next. God will get you for that, Walter. Yes, we will. <laughs>